ka jeno re ketika mukito moholo o buraro bo halalelang o buthathu o bonwele o ma sepega imbali yokusindiswa komuntu the history of salvation how a person was saved you realize that oh we see how the trinity god the father god the son and god the holy spirit worked together to accomplish this mission of saving us and one thing that comes or oh, not one a few things that come out of that story firstly we see the love of god the father his mercy we also see the humility of god the son and his obedience and we see the cooperation of the holy spirit in helping to accomplish the mission and the plan of the salvation of the human person from the trinity from this community of three persons one god we learn these things we learn how a community can work together to accomplish wonderful things god the father god the son god the holy spirit seeing the mess that is happening in the world the sinful state in which human beings were living in they decide to intervene to save the sinner in his love and in his mercy god the father sends his only begotten son to live amongst sinners to be like sinners in all things but sin so in his humility god the son comes down and we know from the beginning of the gospel of john john tells us that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god the word was god and the word came and dwelt amongst us amongst sinners it came to dwell amongst sinners so that the sinner may become like god it took the form of a sinner to transform the sinner so that the sinner may be christ like may be god like and jesus as he continues in this world taking up his mission the salvation mission in his obedience and humility he accomplishes what god the father had asked him to do and as you will remember 
from the 14th chapter of John until the 16th chapter that we, from which we read today. He talks of the Spirit as he is about to leave. You know that first opening line in, chap- in chapter 14 of John, let your hearts not be troubled, talking about he will be going away, but he will not leave us alone, but he will leave us with the advocate, the counselor, the paraclete. And he goes on in that discourse until chapter 16, from which we had today. The Spirit will come to guide us, to show us the way in the Laikanis. And then, moving into the 17th chapter of John, he prays for the unity of his followers. So you look at the unity of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, how they work together to accomplish the mission of saving a sinner. It's the same unity, the same cooperation, collaboration that we as followers of Christ, as believers, we are called to emulate, to copy, and to implement. So in chapter 17 of John, he prays for the unity of his followers. He says that they may be one as we are one. So that whole chapter of, uh, 17th chapter of John, if you read it, you hear the plead and the prayer of Jesus to his Father, asking that the Spirit may lead us as his followers to be one, just as the Trinity is one. That they may be one, just as we are one. So God in his love, having sent his Son to save us, and sending the Spirit to lead us, to guide us, to show us the way of the truth, then the prayer of unity comes in. But not just any other unity, but the same unity that we see in the Trinity. Now the question remains, we as a community of believers, do we try to follow that example of the Trinity, that unity, that cooperation, that collaboration that we see in the Trinity? At Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came down on the apostles and the followers of Christ, we see how they went out from the room, from the upper room there, went out and proclaimed the good news and started building this community of believers. What we see in the Trinity, we see 
also in those apostles as they were building what today we call the church. There was love, there was working together, there was humility, there was collaboration. And today we have the church because those who started it, they allowed the Holy Spirit to guide them and to help them to follow the way of Christ and to carry forward the mission that Christ had started. So we as a community of believers, as followers of Christ, we need to ask ourselves, we need, as we reflect on this solemnity of the Trinity, is our unity reflective of that unity of the Trinity? Is our love for one another reflective of the love that we see in the Trinity? The humility, the cooperation, the working together. Do we allow the Spirit to lead us, to guide us, as we continue this mission of Christ of building the kingdom of God? The kingdom of love, the kingdom of peace, kingdom of universal justice. Is the Trinity teaching us something as a community? Do we try to follow that example as a community? And talking of the Holy Spirit that we hear about, the Spirit that we hear about in the Gospel today, it's the Spirit that will show us the way of truth or the truth. Do we as individuals allow the Spirit to guide us in our day-to-day activities in this world? Do we even know how the Holy Spirit guides us? Have you ever reflected on it? Have you ever thought about it? How does the Spirit talk to me? How does the Spirit guide me? Do we know? How do you know that what you are doing is the guidance of the Spirit? Sometimes God talks to us in many ways, but one of the ways that He talks to us is I'm not talking about It's different. No, 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 no. Sometimes when you are about to do something which is really inherently and intrinsically wrong, there is a soft and light voice inside of you that tells you that what you are about to do has its own. I'm reminded by, uh, I'm reminded 
of a song. Well, Bow Y2K wouldn't know this, but you remember Clarence Carter? You remember that song of his? You remember that song of his? That one. That one. The, ah, the mainstay one. And mainstay said, right on, brother. Let's all live And mainstay said, right on, brother. So, we always have moments when the Spirit talks to us, when God talks to us and tells us that what you're doing is wrong. God is always talking to us through the Spirit. The Spirit is always there, guiding us. But are we open to the Spirit? Do we allow it to guide us, to lead us? Because the Gospel says that it will lead us in the way of truth. In our community, in our sodalities, do we try to follow that example of the Trinity? To allow the Trinity to guide us. When when you deal with sodalities, you, you hear all sorts of problems, all sorts of challenges and quite often you realize that those challenges that you find in sodalities or in our communities there are three fundamental things that are lacking quite often there's no love quite often there's no humility and quite often there's no cooperation Am I wrong? So, as believers, we often fail to follow the example of the Trinity. We fall short. We forget who we are, followers of Christ, believers. And some of the problems that we have, you can see that it's because we have failed to live according to who we say we are, believers and followers of Christ. That is the fundamental problem. That is the root cause of many of the problems that we have in our communities, in our sodalities. So today, as we celebrate this solemnity of the Trinity, maybe we can reflect as individuals, as sodalities, as a community of believers, reflect on how we go about with our business and how is that 
similar or different from the way the Trinity went about with its business. We need to always take a step backward and reflect on these things because Christ said it. The spirit, the, ad the advocate, the paraclete, the counselor will lead you, will show you the right way. And remember that prayer in John 17. His desire was that his followers, through the help of the spirit, may be one just as he was one with God the Father. Do we strive, do we try to be one just as the Trinity is one? God bless.